0: Welcome to
1: Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorkom, in which we take the time to with small cap executives after they put out news with us today. Happy to have him back, but this time as a chairman of Currency Work. He's Cameron Cameron Shell, the Guppy Trades on the CSC under CWRK, and for our friends in the US, CWRK there as well. Uh, For those who don't who don't know the story. Currency Works is, let me give you the official description a fintech company building products across the blockchain ecosystem. But what they're really doing is building digital currencies for brands, for companies, for communities who can't do it themselves. They're doing both digital assets, security tokens, and more than just lip service, not just talking a big game because this is now the hot thing in the markets. Currency Works clients include Kodak One. That's right. The technology and image software behemoth that we all know. Uh, CSC, the Canadian Security Exchange, through Odyssey Trust. Barrett-Jackson Auto Auto Auction, the biggest automotive auction company on the planet. And many, many more. But the bottom line is, they're not just talking the talk. They're walking the walk. And Cameron, let's talk about today's press release.
0: Welcome back, my friend. Uh, Thanks so much, George. It's always so great to be with you. You just got the right energy. You just get it, brother. I love it.
1: Hey, it's easy to have the energy when you're doing the kind of things that you're doing at all your companies. Most of you, most, most of the people at home know you for Dragonfly, D F L Y, uh, but they may not know you, the chairman of Currency Works. So this is exciting for us. Today's headline Currency Works announces zero cost energy crypto mining platform. So there's a lot to absorb there for people, right? That's a big chunk. Before we get into the details of it, this is a major problem.
0: A lot of people didn't know what it is. How big of a problem are you solving? Well, I mean, uh, it depends if you're asking uh, if it's an economic problem, an environmental problem or an ethical problem. So on all uh, accounts, it's it's as big a problem as you can imagine. In fact, it's probably the underlying problem and largest threat to the cryptocurrency space. So, you know, there's there's always, it's interesting once you start to get adoption, right? Now the issue becomes scale. And the scaling issue within the cryptocurrency space is environment, ethics, and um, uh, and, and, well, and, environment and energy. And energy, right? I mean, that's that's really. And so, if you don't get those things solved, this thing really isn't going to get global adoption. Adoption, which really hasn't even started on the cryptocurrency space yet. As big as it is, and as exciting as it is, we haven't even come close to the tipping point of a global adoption yet. And it will never get there unless these three primary issues are solved. And uh, explain if you
1: can, cause then I want to go into how you guys are solving it. For example, how is, energy is probably the one that people know most about and most people don't even know that. But give us an example of the energy problems that are out there around the crypto space and why it's so important for you guys to
0: solve it. Yeah, so the, the energy problems, uh, quite frankly, are the fact that these, the miners, right? And the data centers, the amount of energy that they're using up Mining the cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin in particular, but mining these cryptocurrencies in order to verify the transactions, in order to unlock the blocks. Now, you know, we talk about the efficiency of cryptocurrency on one hand, uh, which which is all part of the, you know, the, um, the, the appeal and the upside of the potential scale. But on the back end of this, with the size and the amount of energy that's getting burnt up, and again, we haven't even begun to hit even a a small, small amount of scale here. And when that does, the energy consumption numbers are just through the roof. And so um, until we solve the reduction of energy costs, the whole space really isn't going to be in a spot to be able to scale property.
1: Yeah, on the front end, we all see the great efficiencies. I'm George. I'm sitting here somewhere in, somewhere in the greater Toronto area without giving my specific address. And here's Cam, somewhere in the world, New Zealand. You could be in Africa. And through a wallet, I can shoot you some, some cryptocurrency and you've got it. And that's super efficient. But what we don't know, right? The big problem most people don't know about is, that, is the energy and, all, and everything it takes to get to that point. So yeah. let's talk about what you guys are doing with this. I mean, is, it almost sounds too good to be true. Zero cost energy crypto mining platform you don't have to describe the technology behind i mean maybe a little bit but generally speaking how are you guys able to accomplish something that a lot of people
0: aren't really able to accomplish yeah so i think if you don't mind I, i want to back up just a little bit and say you know we're a software dev company we built some fantastic cryptocurrencies some great blockchain infrastructure some amazing payment rails at scale and somebody says, well, why are you guys getting into the mining space? And the reality for us is we're getting into the mining space because we have larger and larger customers that are, that are onboarding with us right. all the time. And what they wanna do is ensure continuity of cost and of operations. And in order to do that with their own altcoin, they wanna ensure that they've got a mining community, right? That whether, you know, there's, there's many different ways to prove your uh, proof of work or proof of stake or, or verify your transactions but more times than not, mining is an important component to that. So we often operate nodes for our customers and we vertically integrated deeper into that value chain so that we're actually doing the mining work as well. So in order to keep the fuel costs as low as possible, which ultimately translates in, uh, trans, uh, into lower transaction costs for our customers or for their customers, more importantly, we have to do whatever we can to drop those costs. And so, so that's why we're in the mining business. So we. Our objective isn't to be the biggest miner in the world. Our objective is to be a miner for our customers that right. can provide them the service at zero cost, and that's that was the premise of why we 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 did this. And so basically, and, oh, and that's a really important
1: distinction because you're not doing this, say, hey, George, we suddenly want to start mining as much Bitcoin as we, and not that you won't mind doing that, but that's not your primary driver, right? Not. Your primary driver is George Com, uh, wants you to help him create a token or a cryptocurrency, that's and you want to make sure that. Uh, at the end of the day, I can do that as efficiently. What were you doing before this, for you know George Com or for other clients? Yeah, so uh, were you working so, through other platforms? Yeah, well, so b-
0: before this, we would set up nodes and such for our customers, but we we you know the other the other mining we would go out and solicit other uh, players in the mining community to be mining the coins uh, for us, or or working with. If it was an Ethereum-based blockchain uh, that we had built on top of, of course, it's got a large mining community already. But the, and, and we would solve a lot of those transaction problems through middleware software that could run multiple instances of, of our um, operation at the same time. So we get our transaction costs down in the case of Ethereum and there's different solutions for different blockchains. But at the end of the day, as our customers get larger and they be, they become more sophisticated and their scale grows, we had to vertically integrate backward in order to provide that continuity of service and, and cost.
1: Well, and you can pretty much all of us can pretty much telegraph that, right? That all crypto uh, the, the industry is just going to get a lot bigger. There are going to be a lot more customers, whether we like or not. It's going to happen. So yeah. you're you're getting ahead of this today, one way or another. Uh, because there's no doubt that your client base is going to get bigger. Their needs are going to get bigger. And I'm not looking at three months from now. I'm looking at three years from now, five years from now. So this is yeah,
0: really a very short time frame to be able to build and scale these operations to meet the demand that's, that's coming down that pipe. It doesn't take a lot of research to see the inevitable right. waterfall that, that's coming over that. So we're doing this because we're being driven there by, by customers.
1: What do you, uh, I've got to assume because you're one of the smartest guys I know in technology, especially in crypto. Uh, And I'm not just saying that because we're here, but you and I met at a big crypto conference. We had a big conversation there about some years ago. So, you know, you're, you're not a Johnny come lately, that's for sure. So I'm going to presume that you've already had, you know, before you guys set out on this initiative, you probably had some conversations with your current customers or with potential customers and said, Hey, if we could come up with a zero cost energy you know, crypto mining platform, how much more competitive or attractive will that make currency works? What kind of feedback were you getting and what kind of feedback are you getting now that you've made it official?
0: Yeah, so um, I, we, on the front end of this business, uh, we've, we've closed uh, more than one significant customer. Uh, I would say the tipping point was because we could provide them this continuity of service. So when they had concerns around, well, how is the mining community going to adopt us? How are we gonna get enough nodes out there? How are we gonna keep our transaction costs lower? It, you know, they had a few other companies to look at that could, that could build these coins out, uh, that could, that sure. could you know, provide a great service, certainly had the technical chops to do it. Um, uh, maybe didn't have as much of a track record as, as we did, uh, but still fantastic companies. But but this was this is really the next level in terms of being able to provide an end-to-end comprehensive service, and so I I think it was a deciding factor on, on these two projects, uh, sizable sizable projects that we have. Coming up. Fair to say that this is
1: going to be a great closer for a lot of business you've been going after. That's saying, hey, maybe we go currency works, maybe we go George Georgecom currency. Uh, this should be uh, you know that final nail of the coffin where you, where you win over a lot of business.
0: I, don't, I, I think it's going to be pretty tough for anybody who's building a serious altcoin, one that's regulated and is going to deal in, in, end payment, in end user payments of any sort or any type of regulated market. It's going to be pretty tough for people not to be considering um, currency works in, in how we've done this.
1: And I, and I want to ask you a couple more questions, but this is a good time to kind of go off on a small tangent, which is explain to some people at home, because uh, even your current shareholders probably don't quite understand it, and definitely new people, that are attracted to or, or gonna watch or see this, uh, are gonna watch or, or listen to this on podcast. What's your, what is your business model? How do you guys generate revenue when you help George Com create his token or currency? Uh, is it, you're taking a small piece of the action along the way, is it one big upfront service fee? How do you guys uh, generate your, your revenue?
0: Yeah, so we're, so we're paid development fees upfront uh, for this uh, in order to, to build out these systems. Uh, we also typically keep about a twenty percent carried interest um, in the blockchain that we we are building. Wow, and that's we, pretty sizable. Yeah, well, well, yeah, and and yeah, and so, and sometimes we will take a little less up front, especially on some of the projects we really like, because we, you know, because you know, we we you know we we see a five or ten or fifteen year view of this thing and where the transaction volume goes, which which also means that we keep a little piece of the transaction uh, volume happening all the time. And then of course, there's ongoing licensing and service contracts, which pays for our overhead. But the real upside for us is owning 20% of those networks as we go forward.
1: How are you finding your customers, Cam? Because uh, there are a lot of companies out there, Agoracom doesn't even know that it will need tokenization of its ecosystem one day, or isn't even sure if it's going about it. So the number of companies that are actively looking uh, for your services, Aren't as aren't can't be that big yet, and yet you're landing some incredible like uh companies, like we said Kodak One, the CSC, Barrett Jackson, BitRail. Uh, it's amazing what you guys have been able to do. How are you how are you winning this business? This strictly a lot of it, the Cameron Shell Rolodex and Network.
0: Uh, You're you're so gracious, George, when you say things like that. But uh, but 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 for the most part, you know, our, our team, our tech team. Which has done everything from you know put cameras on the International Space Station, you know, right through to build the first uh, the the first cloud computing company in history in the, in the mid '90s. Uh, you know, we've been around for a long time and we've been together for a long time. So most of the customers that are dealing in this space right now, uh, I mean, they're Fortune 5,000. They're kind of Fortune 1,000 companies, and most most of those companies uh, today have treasury departments uh, that are looking at um at bitcoin not bitcoin but at cryptocurrencies right but you know okay. for security reasons for transaction reduction reasons for supply chain management for you know so if, if you're not if you know if, if if the average maybe even institutional or certainly retail investor doesn't understand the scope of blockchain i mean it's it's taken hold. whole scaling across yeah, i mean it's completely scaling across enterprise right now so there are lots and lots of i mean you like try to find a try to find blockchain developers right now it's a pretty tough thing uh, to do so, there's certainly more business uh, out there uh, for everybody who's qualified. Um, I, w- I would love to say, oh yeah, it's just because we know everybody, and, and there's some of that because we've been around a long time. But but the industry really is booming. So when we think about what's happening, you know, with the price of Bitcoin, or which is you know kind of like the, the 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 sale that kind of seems to predict where things are happening. Underlying that, what's really going on is is very very fundamental infrastructure builds across that Fortune 5,000 in blockchain right now, which ultimately means a whole bunch more uh, cryptos and digital currencies and stable coins, you know, in whatever use case they're going to happen. So, um, you, you, you know, you like, you know, you think about things like NFTs, you think about things, what like Dapper is doing with NBA um, top shots, and you don't realize that that's a whole cryptocurrency infrastructure. You know, you never know you're using a cryptocurrency because you, you know, you're loading it with your credit card and everything, but it, but that that is an entire blockchain infrastructure and, and there's there's what maybe 5 6 700 new ones that are that are now coming to market because NBA top shot has has been so successful unbelievable yeah so it's uh, the amount of business out there right now is just completely incomprehensible
1: so looking forward for currency works and i'm not asking for any kind of projections or anything like that cuz you can't give them unless you actually press release them but is it fair to say that the blockchain cryptocurrency world is growing so fast and so inevitable that it's probably it's going to touch pretty much. well, there? There won't unless you correct me in your answer. I'm saying there isn't going to be an industry that's
0: not going to be impacted absolutely. by it. Yeah, it, that'd be like saying you know there's uh, you know what industry isn't affected by the internet. Right. Like it just you know what it, what industry isn't affected by like absolutely it will touch blockchain will touch completely and absolutely everything.
1: So it, fair to say, uh, you you don't even have to hit the bullseye. Some industries man, there's a, there's a big niche industry, but you really got to hit that bullseye to be successful. And not that you guys aren't or not capable of it, but this is going to be a really big market that's going to leave more than enough opportunity on the table for currency works to be successful. So is the only question when you look out 12 months, 36 months, 48 months, is it only a question of degree of success, Cam? Or do you ever worry about Man, I wonder if we're gonna be viable twelve months from now. I wonder if we're gonna be viable twelve 24 what, months, twenty four months. But I don't
0: what I don't worry about is are we gonna be relevant? We are absolutely gonna be we, we can't help ourselves at this point. We just we have such a strong bench and we built enough product out there we've got enough you know momentum, then in 12 months from now, you know, we will be relevant. I always worry about if we're gonna be viable. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a fan of the old Andy Grove with Intel, you know, you know, only the paranoid survive. So we're on it every single day worrying right. about you know, are are we going to be viable? How do we stay viable? Which is why this initiative has come up. Like, you know, there's going to be there, there there's such a demand for blockchain folks out there right now. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, less strong talent coming into the market, creating a lot of problems. But it's it, but it is it, it is going to create a noisy environment. So we are constantly looking for the strategic differentiator to always attract that the client that we want to attract. Um, and the client that we want to attract is, is that fortune 1000, fortune 5000 ish type company who has a very entrepreneurial or has a really, really creative uh, uh, endeavor that they want to uh, go down the path. Of. I mean, we don't, we don't want to get stuck into, you know, building, you know, back-end banking systems. I mean, that's just, it, it's tough to attract engineers uh, and partners to do yeah. that. Yeah. You um, got to
1: be sexy, right? You got to be sexy, and attract right? the best yeah. people.
0: Right. So, so those are the types of things. And so, so when we're able to come up with an initiative as part of our platform that can provide, you know, ethical zero cost energy, uh, crypto mining, I mean, uh, as much as anything, sure. It, I mean, it satisfies our existing customer demand, it helps us attract new customers, but it also helps us attract great talent.
1: And, and that really is unlike what I'll call the non-crypto world where, clean and ethical ESG are buzzwords sometimes used uh, you know ABC widgets uses those to kind of telegraph an awareness so that they look good in your world in the currency works world those are non-negotiable you either have
0: those or you're not in business right yeah. no a- absolutely I mean the, the whole ethos of the community that that came out around decentralization, was all about creating a better world, getting out from underneath demand, you know, deregulating, but in a way where it couldn't be oppressed by certain governments. And you know, I, I think the whole industry also got carried away with itself because uh, in decentralization, you know, what a lot of uh, this generation that that really has been fantastic in bringing this to market has not realized is that a lot of the rules and the regulations that were in place weren't put in place to, to oppress or weren't put in place for conspiracy reasons. They were put in place you know, for consumer protection. And so if you can't work within that, it, within that framework, you're not really going to get uh, a yeah. true like, mainstream adoption. And so doing things like ethical mining with providence on your cryptos uh, in a way that is environmentally responsible, friendly, trackable, provable, all the rest of it, those things really start to matter for that exact same community, right? That, I mean, that's kind of like the dichotomy of that community, and and certainly in a consumer sense. Now, you're not going to get companies like the Nikes of the world, or or the Starbucks of the world, or all these large companies that are embracing, um, you know, the PayPal's of the world that are embracing uh, cryptos, that you know. They, they can't embrace cryptos unless they've got corporate governance that addresses these issues. And so that's why, you know, I think we're on the leading edge of this, but we're going to see more and more of it. It's going to become very uh, mainstream uh, or commonplace in the next, you know, six to eight months.
1: Last question about your, uh, about your business model. Uh, I like the way, and uh, even though it's sizable, it's, it's, well, it's worthy you guys, you guys have a 20% interest in, these blockchains you 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 create you help create or or tokens you help. and that makes sense, right? Because if George Calm comes to you, I've got no way of getting it done. It's either do this with currency works or I've got to try and go build a team on my own and good luck, good luck doing that. So given that, that's gonna create shareholder value, no doubt. But do you think you may get to a point because ca- you don't have a big portfolio of clients yet? It's a great portfolio, but obviously you're planning to scale really big. Do you think you might get to the point where you start doing airdrops onto you know, uh, shareholders of CurrencyWorks to say, hey, we're, we've now done work on a hundred different blockchains and cryptos, and we've got a piece of that action. We want to spread a little piece of that action into everyone's wallet. One day I'm there's going to be a CurrencyWorks wallet or something like that. Do you foresee a future like that or am I getting too far ahead of myself?
0: Well, you're brilliant. I'll just say that. You're brilliant.
1: <laughs> okay, I love, the, I love that non-answer. I'm going to mark that here. As, a, as something that my guys gonna pick off in a mini clip for for after this is done. All right, so I'm thinking ahead of the curve. Uh, Cam, last word to you. what should your shareholders know? not necessarily just about this press release and, and if that's what the last message you want to be for sure, but what, what do you want them to know uh, what do you want them to know about currency works and where you guys are going?
0: Yeah, George. I, uh, for us, um, it's uh, we didn't talk a lot about the technology and specifically how we're doing that, and a lot more of that will certainly come out as press releases uh, are revealed. Uh, we are uh, we are building our facility, our plant right now. We have customers that are uh, preparing to onboard to it, so that they'll have zero uh, cost crypto mining. And um, uh, you know, we're being a little bit coy about it because it, its uh, door tech is is proprietary. Uh, it's not something that we necessarily want to put too far uh, out there into the world, at least sure. not quite yet. Of course, uh, our key customers and stuff know exactly how how we do this and and how it works. Um, but it, you know, I think the underlying message for currency works is that you know we we've, we've been at this uh, as a public company since 2016, and you know I remember back in 1995 when uh, when we when we were actually had Microsoft Office working on a server. And on 28, eight modems, you know, we're serving it out to accountants that were working at remote offices. And 99% of the people we talked to said it was the stupidest idea in the world until we signed Great Plains, which was an accounting software that said, hey, wait a minute, our auditors, you know, customers, they they, they could really use this. And, you know, a a few years later, it was a, you know, three and a half billion dollar NASDAQ company. Now we hit the the tech boom, uh, all right. But but it's the same thing, like where we're at today in terms of what we're building for currency works People say well why did do, why does a company need its own currency you know and, and but it, it this will become so commonplace right the notion that you and i you know have software on our computer as opposed to use it in the cloud nowadays is just it would be ridiculous like we couldn't operate with the efficiencies that we operate impossible the exact same thing will happen in the DeFi world right in the decentralized world of finance now, whether it's payments whether it's NFTs whether it's currencies whether any interaction and transaction is going to be verified right by a decentralized server somewhere if for no other reason it will become less expensive than the centralized systems and and AI and, and systems uh, that we are building will have the same or higher level of trust than centralized systems as long as we put the right regulations around it so I think CurrencyWorks is in a unique position to to mesh the decentralized world with the really importance of the regulated regulated world uh, today, which will actually mainstream um, these types of technologies. So uh, this I yeah I, I see another billion dollar company in the works here if we don't screw up if we just execute on what we've got on the plate.
1: I can't say it any better than that. So I'm not gonna add anything else other than. Congratulations on what you guys have achieved to date, Cameron. Congratulations on this really important uh, you know initiative with the with the Zero Energy Crypto Mining Platform and continued success well into the future. You know, we you know we're all we're all on your side. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you so much, George. Have a great day. Thank you, Cameron. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast to Cameron Shell. He's chairman of Currency Works in Canada, stock symbol CWRK in the US. Stocks we'll see WRK. What your next step now is due diligence. That's the part you got to do. You've watched what does that say? You've heard everything. Now you got to do your due diligence. And the best way to do that, you can see the URL right above camera there, currencyworks.io. Get yourself over to the website. Do your deep do your deep dive due diligence because, guys, there's just no doubt about the fact that blockchain and cryptocurrencies digital currencies are going to be a part of our future. That is inevitable. What you have to decide is what role currency works going to play in that. You've heard what Cameron had to say, but we can't tell you what to do, what to do. You have to make that final decision on your own. So, make sure you do your due diligence, do your deep dive. Just don't tell us
0: 12 months from now we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time.